You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take command podcast from Odyssey Sports. All right, the rest of our show today is going to be very draft heavy, as you'd imagine. We are just three weeks, two weeks, two weeks ahead away from the draft. Um, also, I should have said this off the very top of the show, but very exciting news. Uh, next week, the podcast we record on Wednesday hits YouTube late Wednesday out to the audio world on Thursdays. It's going to be a crossover episode with our guys Brian Baldinger and Jason Locke and Fora from Odyssey's Big Giant NFL uh, Insider podcast. So uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. Uh, so we'll have Baldy, who obviously watches a ton of tape and is uh, kind of one of the, I would say he's like kind of a trailblazer in the, yeah. hey, I'm a former player who watches tape realm. Yeah. Uh, so so pave the way for the Logan Paulsons <laughs> uh, of, of the world. Uh, Baldy's been doing it for a long time and is fantastic, has his Baldy's breakdowns. He's so good. You can also catch him on NFL Network. And Lock and Fora, who's obviously one of the top insiders in the league, has been in kind of that insider position, knows so many people in the league for a decade plus, uh, and is also is a host on one of our stations, 105.7. He does afternoons in Baltimore. So uh, they're, they're going to join us. Uh, big, giant crossover episode. Uh, if you listen to their podcast, uh, you only, you listen, listen here. Listen, listen to the episode on our feed. Like, give us the us the numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but it'll be the same podcast on both. Really, really pumped for that. So that'll be next Wednesday. Make sure you're subscribed uh, so you do not miss it. Uh, all right. As for the rest of the show today, let's start off with Mel Kuyper's mock, uh, Logan, because it was very, very interesting. He dropped yeah. his two-round mock yesterday, and he's got a trade in the top three that I can't decide whether I love or I absolutely hate. He's got Tennessee trading up to the three spot with Arizona to take Anthony Richardson. What do you make of that decision? Yeah, I mean, I, the thing about Tennessee at the moment is that they seem to be kind of in the midst of deciding whether or not they want to rebuild. You know, they've cut Taylor Lewan, they moved on from Ben Johnson or Ben Jones, I forget exactly what his name is. Their guard, starting guard, they paid a lot of money to. They're kind of in flux. And usually when you start cutting big kind of franchise, uh, big money players, it's like, are we getting younger? Are we building in the draft? There was talks of trading Tannehill, talks of trading Derrick Henry, all of those different things. So I do think that when you look at um, th this move, it kind of would just kind of finalize the rebuild. You're basically saying we are getting ready to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Maybe he sits with us for a year while, um, while we bring the young guy Richardson along. I, 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 he, this is a, this is a definitely a team that is a perfect candidate for this type of move. You know, I was kind of leaning towards Atlanta. We were talking about that a little bit before the show started, just because I think Atlanta's offense is more ready to accommodate an Anthony Richardson. But, 
if you think Anthony Richardson's the guy and you think he's going to be franchise a franchise changing type of player, like this is the type of move a team needs to make. And a part of it is because if you're planning on being good next year, you know, let's say you win eight games if you're Tennessee, you will not be in a position to pick one of the top guys. You're going to be in the same position next year. And at least now at three, there's a team that doesn't need a quarterback that would be willing to trade with you. And, and I think you have a shot at getting a guy that you think has a high upside. So that this feels like a good move for Tennessee. It just would kind of show their fans the direction that their team is going for the future. So here's the reason why I potentially love it and potentially hate it is just two sides of the same sword. You drafted Malik Willis in the third round last year, and he was not good yeah. uh, in, in his games. So bad, in fact, that you go out and sign Joshua Dobbs, who's not exactly a world beater, to play your most important games of the season after Ryan Tannehill is hurt late in the year. So you do have one more year of Tannehill. Um, he can certainly be a, a bridge guy if you want to give Willis another year or even Richardson if you draft him. But you have this crazy athlete with a huge arm, incredible mobility, um, great runner. Like you've got him in your building and you've already put one year into him and you draft him in the third round. So it's not like you did a, you draft him in the first, but you did draft him in the third. And for that reason, drafting another guy who is a better version of that, who's also going to need time, feels incredibly silly. However, if you saw Richardson, or sorry, sorry, you saw Willis, and you're like, oh God, we messed that up. We know we want this kind of guy because we want to be a run first team, whether it's with Derrick Henry, whoever comes after Derrick Henry. But we know that that's who we want to be, and having a quarterback who can be a thousand yard rusher is something that's important to us. But Willis is not that guy because he's so far away, aka he'll never get there. Then I guess I understand it. If it basically to me, this is really smart if you know that Willis is is broken beyond repair or not 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 able to ever get to a playable level. However, if he is, and he just needs a little bit more time in a year where you're already kind of rebuilding anyway, I, I would just stick with Willis and use your top, you know, whatever pick that they have. Uh, I can't remember. They're 11th, I think, um, is where their natural spot is. They're trading up to third here. Um, I would use the 11th pick on, on literally anything else. And I just can't, I mean, I guess it's hard to make that determination without knowing what Willis is from the inside, but that's kind of where I sit. I was like, if Willis is broken, sure, love it. If he's not, then just just keep developing him and, and go that way. I mean, that's essentially what the Atlanta Falcons have committed to, at least in name, to, to Ritter, right? You know, they've kind of done the same thing, third-round quarterback, whatever. I do think it's important to acknowledge the distinction between Willis and Richardson. Like, Willis was so incredibly raw so raw and then there was all these rumors around the combine that he couldn't from his college coaches that he couldn't learn offenses and I think you see that now right and so right. with that information like this does not surprise me in the least that they, this would even come up and I think what you're seeing now is that like you need to take more bites at the apple and if he can't do it and it's like if he's in a question that he can't do it let's let's go with a guy who's a little bit more of a sure thing he's a better athlete he's played a better football at a higher level he's shown more traits now is he still a little bit of a developmental guy absolutely but it's not don't clump those two guys together i think it's natural to do that because of their skill sets and because of their play styles 
but that like Richardson's and the fact they both need development is just like how much right. But I think Richardson is a, is closer, you know, and I think because of his physical freakiness, um, you feel a little bit better about it. So I, if this is the way they want to go, again, I said I'd probably prefer Atlanta, but if this is the way they want to go, I think this is an excellent move for them, you know, it, it, because you're basically saying we need a franchise quarterback in the future, a young guy. And if this is your evaluation, trust your evaluation and get that done. So I, I think that is um, – I don't hate it. I don't. Ha- I never hate trading up and taking a shot on a quarterback if you think it's the guy. I think that's where the, that's where right. the discussion is, is do you have enough confidence that Anthony Richardson is that guy? And I don't, I don't know if I can definitively say yes based on what I've seen. Like would I trade up for him? I'd be tempted. But I don't think I would just because there's a lot of question marks about him and his development, his lack of experience, all those different things. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah. I think hearing what you just said about Willis, like I was, at first I was like, I hate this so much. And then uh, as as kind of we talked through it yesterday on the show, I was like, actually, I think I love this. And I I think I've landed on like, okay, I'm down with this because to me, what this says, if like this is out there, whether it's getting leaked to Mel or just like through league circles, or he's proposing this based off what he's heard about Willis, it's like they already know. Like yeah, Willis they, was a for mistake. sure. They know. Like he's 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 just never the Dobbs get thing. There. The Dobbs thing is the biggest indicator ever. Willis was in the offense for like fifteen weeks as the number two guy, right? For fifteen weeks and number one for some of those, right? Weeks. And then you say this guy can't even execute after that. We can't get a package out there for him for whatever reason. And you get a guy off the street who executes the offense better than him. I think that that is, that's all the indication you need. Right. And maybe he has yeah. a great off season. Maybe he's really developed. I don't know. Right. But I, I'm not, I'm not mortgaging my future or the f- future of my franchise right. on that. I would say the only thing that would be a little tempting is to, to try it again, see if he can figure it out with another off season. And then, if he bombs, then you're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, but that is risky. And if you like Richardson, right? Why wouldn't you just take Richardson? I think that's the big thing. Um, if you like them, and, and so it, it just depends on how much you like. If you think Richardson can develop into the guy, and you know because of where you're at in your current phasing of your kind of your roster that you have a year till you're going to be competitive anyway, like they might trade Derrick Henry on draft day. Yeah, like that's that's crazy, a possibility. Yeah. Like they they absolutely are trying to reset in Tennessee. And so if you know you have that year, like, and Richardson's ceiling is what it is, like, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, who else do you think is, is a possibility? You mentioned Atlanta to trade up for Richardson. Like who are the best fits for him? If someone is going to leapfrog Indy and also if you're Indy, would you consider trading up 
one spot to make sure that you get him. You know, I, I think if you're into you, you just trade up one spot to make sure you get the guy that you want. Uh, you know, whether it's Richardson or Levis, I'm not, I don't have any insight on who they want. Uh, a team that I love, I love for Richardson is Detroit. They have an extra first round pick. Can you move up with a, they pick in six? Can you move up to three? Yep. Get their guy of the future and have him sit for two years behind golf? Like, I think that is excellent. And, and I know they, they feel like they're in a window. I think they probably feel like they can win now with golf. But if you do feel that way, you're not going to be picking this high ever again. And to be, to have access to this kind of talent. In this draft, I think is 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 pretty hard to pass up. So that's a team that I think, if I was them, I would definitely think about doing that. Um, will they do it? Probably not. But that those are probably my three teams: Detroit, Atlanta, and Tennessee. Quite frankly, to trade into that third spot, and I don't know who they're going to pick, but to trade into the third spot for their quarterback of the future. Yeah, I the Atlanta fit is seems so seems logical. silly, right? Um, they want to be a crazy run heavy team. They want to run a ton of outside zone. Like it feels like they could recreate as close to what we've seen of the 2012 offense you were a part of here, yeah. where it's like, we can go super zone read. We can simplify things for our quarterback. Our quarterback is a home run threat to score from anywhere on the field with his legs or his arm, right. because just like, just like, uh, RG, like, Richardson has a cannon like his immediate best weapon is going to be his legs where he could be a thousand yard rusher from day one. Um, he's also a better runner than RG was like yeah. Robert in a straight line was incredible. Um, and you think of like the run against Minnesota where he gets he gets out on the edge, he gets to run straight. Nobody can catch him. But like as a shifty, like make people miss guy and obviously the physical strength and size that Richardson has compared to what Robert was um, talking about two totally different athletes, but like. Robert, as you well know, is someone who was on the receiving end of his catches. Like he had a cannon. Yeah. Like the deep ball was was incredible for him, um, and he could really zip it. And, and obviously, Richardson has that as well. It feels like Atlanta could recreate some level of that with Arthur Smith. Um, and it, it, the question becomes: like, do they want to give up the capital it takes, or do they have too many holes elsewhere on the roster? Yeah. Like to me, that would be the concern if I was Atlanta. But they've also done a good job of filling some of that stuff in free agency. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they obviously get Okuda. They'll see if they can revive his career and keep him healthy to start. Uh, and then is he good? But they also have like Jesse Bates. They have, you know, you know do they sign in the secondary? They, they did some smart things in free agency yeah. to bulk up some of their needs. They re-signed McGarry. And all of a sudden it's like in a very, very, very weak NFC South. Yeah, they got as good a shot as anybody. Right, absolutely. So, I mean, I, that that seems like again, I agree. I think that's probably the best natural fit for him. But um, they've committed to Ritter, at least in name, and we'll see on draft day. I think I think this year draft day is going to be a little crazy with regards to trades. I think it's going to be all over the place because I think I think we're going to talk about this later in the show. But like, I think depending on who you talk to, you're going to get wildly different evaluations on some of these guys. Like, you know, I, I listen to a uh, it's a scouting podcast. And they have a couple of scouts on that kind of give oh, former scouts that give their grades on guys, and very rarely are they unanimous after the first one or two guys. And I think with Richardson, for example, the last one I listened to, you know, some people had him as the sixth guy, some people had him as seven, some people were oh he's the number one guy. So I think it just depending on the team and their evaluation, you're going to get drastically different perspectives and drastically different opinions on what the trade is worth to the team. So 